What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome in, everybody. It's All Pro Lines, the podcast. We're happy to have you here. Uh, my boy Glenn's going to be in here in a few minutes. Uh, this is when I try to be smooth and do all the technical stuff at the same time during the intro. It's very hard. It's very hard. I'm only one man. Uh, I'm glad you're here. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, it's football time, baby. It's football time. Real football starts three days. Three days from right now. Recording on uh, Monday late morning here in LA, and in three days' time, football. I'm excited. Uh, I'm also holding up the underdog fantasy stuff. They, are, of course, our sponsor, and it is best ball season. If you've never done best ball, it's fantasy football uh, for uber nerds. Uh, you do a draft. Drafting is one of the best parts of fantasy football. You do the draft. You got 18 players on a team. You're not allowed to touch them again. Uh, the computer figures out uh, the best players of that day, put the score in, you're done. You can play in little leagues. You can play in these giant tournaments for millions of dollars. You can play for three bucks. You can play for thousands. Uh, it's all at underdogfantasy.com. And when you use the promo code, all pro lines, we'll add a hundred bucks to your first deposit up to a hundred bucks. Well, you, you know, you put in 70, you got 140. you put in a hundred, you got 200. You see, that's, you put in 300, you get 400. See the math there? We add up to a $100 match or whatever you, okay, you know the deal. Uh, I have, it has been a real guilty pleasure of mine. I have three slow drafts going on right now. I'm probably going to do a few more. I've done like uh, 15 of these. They're so fun. Uh, so check that out. And the one thing I got to really push hard today, it's the best thing we do here at All Pro Lines. It's something I forgot to mention on the last podcast. The annual confidence pool for the V Foundation. Uh, this is our third annual. Uh, the serious part is we're all affected by cancer. My own brother was uh, saved, frankly, by the universe and the scientists and the human ingenuity that uh, that knew how to handle a very, very tricky situation. He got a bone marrow transplant uh, and it saved his life. Uh, the V Foundation does cutting edge cancer research. They have underwriters. They have, um, what's the word they use? Not underwriters. They have endowments. I think it's endowments. Anyway, they've already paying for all the operating expenses of the whole thing. So every penny that you donate goes directly to cutting edge cancer research. Uh, last year, we raised over five grand. The year prior, over five grand. We asked the people who play in the confidence pool, donate 30 bucks. If you donate five, it's cool. If you donate a hundred, it's cool. Whatever you can swing. We're all in different places. We're all against cancer. Uh, do your thing. And the fun part of it is you get to play uh, in a football pool with me and a bunch of other big shots and a bunch of other cool people that you may know from the social media, a bunch of other hardcore all pro lines fans, people who hate cancer and love football weekly prizes every week. Uh, one winner is going to win four tickets to my show indefinitely for whenever you just email me when i'm in your town we'll hook you up uh and the season long prizes top five get uh, all pro lines t-shirts 
And we may or may not have some other things thrown in here and there, but that's the baseline prize pool. I'm funding all that stuff. So, uh, you know, again, we got underwriters to do all the things in the organization and the blah, blah, blah. And you just come and donate and have fun picking football teams. It's If you never played a conference pool, it's awesome. It's so much better than a regular pick and league. Uh, get in there. It'll show you how to do it. And, and if you need some help, I'll, I'll help you out. Uh, and it makes the game so much more fun to watch, especially the Sunday night and Monday games when you're in it. You're close. It's it's cool. I love a confidence pool. Uh, Kostaki.com has all the tour schedule stuff. Uh, next week, Toledo, Youngstown, Hillsdale, Michigan, Dayton. Uh, and then the week after that, Albuquerque will be my last headline show preparing for my new dry bar special. I did two sets this weekend around L.A., some really good clubs here. I did Hermosa Comedy and Magic Club, and I did uh, Flappers and Burbank. Getting those uh, shits and dams and fucks out of my language. <laughs> getting ready for the Teenage Mormon Comedy. Uh, Dry Bar does a family-friendly, that's their brand, kind of comedy. And I got plenty of that, but there are some things I've got to work on. The segues and the decisions and the choices and get the words in my mouth and I'm I'm doing all the homework, so come see me. Also coming up, uh, Talent, Redding, Chico, lots of good stuff on the docket. All right, let's, uh, let's do what we do here. You know how we do. The two-minute drill. <laughs> I'm just looking here. Hello to Ron, Jerry, Ryan, and Heather in the uh, in the chat on the Facebook Live. Come join us on uh, Monday afternoons or late morning, depending on where you are. This season kicks off Thursday night. A matchup between the Chiefs, who won the Super Bowl in their last game, and the Lions, who have never won a Super Bowl. This just seems mean. Who put this together? Is this the ha- this is the haves and have-nots of football? This is is this a metaphor for the American economy? What? It's like a beauty contest between Scarlett Johansson and Danny DeVito. This doesn't seem playing the Chiefs will be the closest the Lions have ever gotten to the Super Bowl. The Chiefs have practically punched their ticket to another Super Bowl, and if the Lions want to go to a Super Bowl, they have to buy tickets. See, that's different. People are excited about the Lions this year and the Jets. Am I taking crazy pills? Are the Jets and Lions exciting? That sounds like a question they ask you in concussion protocol. He said, yes, we're going to have to keep him out for a few weeks. State Farm is part of ways with longtime spokesperson Aaron Rodgers. Maybe they did a discount double check on his social media. Just guessing. State Farm shouldn't feel bad. This is by far Rogers' longest committed relationship. <laughs> I think it was 12 years. That's a pretty. The report was it was 12 years, $3 million a year. It's a pretty good run for an ad. Rogers is looking forward to promoting his latest product, an energy drink that reveals to you that we never walked on the moon. See, these are jokes I probably can't do on the radio. That's why you come here. It's all pro lines to podcast, so you get the full Monty. The Niners traded Trey Lance to the Cowboys this week. Trey Lance lost the – he cost the Niners three first-round picks. He barely played, and they traded him away for a single fourth-round pick. He lost value fast, faster than Dogecoin. Doge? Doge. Doge? Dodge. I think it's Doge. Lehman Brothers stock is worth more than Trey Lance. Lance lost a lot of value. It's like Elon Musk bought him. It's the biggest crash since Henry Ruggs. He fell to earth faster than 
Evgeny Pergosian. I don't know if I got that right either. Shares in Blockbuster Video are worth more than this guy. Tickets on that second voyage of the Titanic have more value. Andy Dalton is worth more, although that is on Antiques Roadshow. He lost a lot of value, everybody. The 49ers cheerleaders are going to have to start a chant. Who do we appreciate? Huh? I can't give the Niners too much help because the first two draft picks in my actual life are also busts. Uh, that first pick was like Ryan Leaf. How did I get it that wrong? Uh, <laughs> word is old owner Dan Snyder was so pro Redskins that around the office, he insisted on being called chief operating officer. <laughs> That's a great joke. My buddy Tom Simmons sent me that joke. He's selling the team now. Now his name is Dances with Billions. Uh, the Seahawks have a tight end. His name is Parkinson. His odds of a breakout season, shaky. <laughs> In the preseason, he had four catches, three illegal motions. He's hard to cover because the head fakes are baffling. Falcons, Desmond Ritter. If he turns out to be terrible, it'll be a real indictment of the Falcons front office. And in Georgia, we don't need another indictment right now. I don't want to sound racist, so this season I'm going to be very careful saying Jackson Smith and Jigba. And I will probably completely avoid saying Jackson Smith and Jigba, please. <laughs> that is the story of diversity, this guy. I mean, a Smith married an Jigba. That's kind of, that's nice. All right, let's do the top 10 2023 fantasy football names here. We got the countdown. Honorable mentions, too. These didn't make the list, but I like them. Uh, hit me with your Prescott hot, hot chub time machine. Oh, Saquon, you see only fans home Debo, yippee Kaye, Justin Tucker. And of course, a banana don't want none unless you got buns. All right. Number 10 on the list this year. We try to get, we try to be a little more topical, a little more like the players that are now, you know what I mean? When you pick these kind of things, number 10 bed, bath and Bijan. Number nine, let Bijans be Bijans. Number eight, Pits and Giggles. Seven, Judy and the Blowfish. Six, How I Commit Your Mother. Five, The Bryce is Right. See, it's timely with the passing of the... Four, April Showers Bring Zay Flowers. Three, Obi-Wan Mahomey. Obi-Wan Mahomey. Obi-Wan? I don't know why I can't say anything. I need one of those things where it tells you how to say the things. I need a thing. Number two, it's always running in Philadelphia. See, it's a play on words, and it's true, because even the quarterback with the – and number one, checks all the boxes. It's a little double entendre. It's ridiculous. It's silly. It's a stretch. It's totally topical. Stroudy with a chance of deep balls, ladies and gentlemen. All right. And with that, what better way? What better way to segue to our guest? Uh, do we have intro music for Glenn? Can we? No, let's just get him in here. You know him. You love him. He does the drops. He's a great dude, friend of mine forever, and a friend of the podcast for almost as long. Glenn Grizzard, everybody. Hello, hello. Look at you. You got like a Hawaiian shirt on. Well, it's uh, I'm in mourning. You're in mourning. Who would I mourn in a Hawaiian shirt? Oh, I'm so dumb. <laughs> I'm so sad. It is. That's a that's a tough one. That, that was one that 
I mean, I got, I've gotten so jaded because, you know, there's millions of people in the world and every day some of them die and they, they make these headlines. And usually I just go, Meh. but that one I did. I did stop and go, ah, I never saw him live. I love that guy. And now come Monday. Here we are. Yeah, that's right. Did you see him live? I saw I saw him a few times. Yep. And me and Kurt got to see him a few times and inside and outside. Always good. Always the always playing the hits for you. We are talking about Jimmy Buffett in case anybody missed it. I don't think we said that. <laughs> what? What? Tell me the scene. What? When you go to a Jimmy Buffett concert, is the pregame like seven hours long? Yeah, I mean it's a one long, you know, tailgate, and then the then the music starts, and just the drinking continues, and parrot head life and such. What's What's the demo? Who Who is the audience? It's all like grown up white people, a little bit older than us for the most part, but. Um, you know, we, we fit well into the demo. But they're drinkers, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're sort of Florida, like flip-floppy sort of folks, too? Well, you may recall me living in Key West for the last three years. It, it's kind of like Key West. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it was great. But, you know, and you can't you can't be surprised that he kind of up and died. I mean, he made it a little longer than many of many in his uh, ilk. Yep. Right. Apparently it was cancer. So come join. Here's, there's a segue for a plug. You know, you want to grab cancer as a segue to your plugs whenever you can. <laughs> join the uh, confidence pool and uh, benefits the V Foundation. All right, buddy. Well, you just came back from Athens. Tell me about that. I have, it was I have great. Talked to you. you know, got to see the kids. Um, we got a, uh, we had a little house on the other side of town. Never been on that side of Prince Avenue. It's all, you know, fancying up all, all over town these days. And um, it's, Athens is is vibrant. You know, it's almost like uh, two years worth of national championships are good for a town. <laughs> so, you know, I wasn't that impressed with the game. I would have uh, preferred a little bit more domination off the bat. So I don't know whether to be worried about that or not. Yeah, I, w- I was thinking that too. I watched it from the beginning and I was like, well, well, mm, ah, mm. I mean, also we're spoiled, you know, what, what was it? 17 to nothing at halftime. We're like, yeah. oh, this sucks. <laughs> Well, after watching how bad the Gators looked on Thursday night, I was expect, expecting us to come out and put on a show, and I, don't, I wouldn't call it a show. No. Are you worried about the quarterback, Carson Beck? Is I am worried about the quarterback. I mean. I uh, mean, he's going to beat all these kind of teams, but, you know, there's some good teams eventually. Yes, I wasn't worried about losing to Tennessee Martin, who I've never heard of before this weekend. <laughs> I had to look it up. The Skyhawks. What? <laughs> Yeah, it's apparently Northwest Tennessee's finest. <laughs> now you didn't go to the game. You were in the bar, right? No, of course we, we went to the bar. Some Jeff and them went to the game, and uh, um, me and Stephen and Denny were at the bar with our Carlina, and uh, so we we checked out a couple of different places to find the to find the right feel. We had to, we had to abandon them after the first half and go to a go to somewhere that the energy was better. Uh, okay. Now you you stayed in like an Airbnb right there near downtown, right? Right How downtown where we could walk and everything. It was great. That's, that's so cool. I want to do that. I should have. I just had such an indulgent summer, and I'm trying to get ready for the dry bar. And I stopped. Yeah, drinking. I remember your summer. I haven't I haven't had a drink since I I was with Andreas. Really? Yeah, I'm trying. I now I've lost over ten pounds, which is <laughs> which is good news in the short run, but terrible news for my life. Like this is the lesson I didn't. I wasn't sure I wanted this to be the answer to how to lose weight. Um, so yeah, but I I would have loved to have been there. That sounds so awesome, man. Oh, that's cool. 
So, but is it, I was going to ask, it's more noticeable when you see it live. Sometimes when you see like a really good program play a, like a pedestrian program, you can literally see it on the field when the players run on and off. Like they don't even look like the same species. Yeah, I mean, especially Georgia. I mean, they're huge. They're the cream of the crop. And but I mean, if you're not hitting the passes, if you're not, you know, executing the plays right, I mean, maybe it's just early season. Maybe it's you know, but um, well, they're scheduled. They still have. They kind of have 10 games of preseason to work it out. <laughs> schedule is a joke. I mean, anybody that's making fun of Georgia for their schedule is perfectly right. I mean, to, to tiptoe through the SEC like we are this year is it's embarrassing if we're not number one seed in playoff. That's <laughs> uh, fun to watch, though. It's so good to have a – it's so nice after all these years to have a team that's really good to root for and to watch. Oh. I never had that. I mean, I not never, but I, I just, and I've certainly never had a team win it all. And that's been fun. And just have a team that, you know, is going to be in the conversation year after year after year for the foreseeable future is really fun. I love it. Well, you know, we had to go through the, the years and years and years of mediocrity. And then there was the almost good years. Yes. I mean, it was like they had to tease us to the point of, of misery year <laughs> after year between the Bulldogs and the Falcons and the Braves too. I mean, it's finally, it's like, finally. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. It's, it's, this is the perfect weekend for me to go because Labor Day, you can't sell ticket one to comedy in North America on Labor Day weekend. Everyone's at the fucking lake or grilling something somewhere. Yeah. So I'm always available Labor Day weekend. If there's a game Labor Day, is there usually one or is this an outlier? I, I mean, sometimes it, it doesn't fall exactly the same, but I think it's usually right around there. I should, I should go every year to the Labor Day game. There's no comedy to be done, and the, and the NFL season hasn't started yet, so I have a little bit of time. Well, it was a nine-hour drive for me, so I, I, I made that Friday afternoon, then made it again yesterday. Oh, so, I mean, you were there one full day. Yep, I got the Saturday. <laughs> that is a lot of driving. But I didn't want to fool with the Atlanta airport, so... Yeah, I had the same thought. Like, I, I would like to go, but it's such a pain in the ass. What happens when I land in Atlanta? Then I rent a car, <laughs> drive to uh, – it's, it's, you know, I lose three hours to get – it's just – it's a long Yeah, ride. I feel sorry for it because nine hours really you know, wasn't that bad. <laughs> well, let's get the flight six. <laughs> and then you got to – and then the thing, you got to get there early. You got it's. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'm going to come. I haven't been there in – I haven't been there for a game probably like 10 years. You're it's way crazy. behind. I got Colorado on you too. What do you mean? I mean, yeah, I made it to Colorado too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, you're right. I thought you were talking about that game. That was interesting. No, no we could talk about it though. That was interesting. Dion's a thing. Dion, Dion gets my taps. Okay, let's do it. Hold on. only drop that doesn't feature you glenn <laughs> i don't think you, i could hold up with that one you and akeem talib are two, <laughs> are two recording artists um all right go ahead you, you well i mean it. it's it's got an nfl connection and a major league baseball connection too i suppose but i mean dion can as dion sanders has been backing it up for his entire life 
people always used to give me so much crap about liking him. Like he's so he's so conceited and jaded, and you know, and I'm like, it is not conceit if you go out and back it up every single time. And now he's still talking, and they're still backing it up at every level he's been at. And he still has that in him. It's he's he's the grown up version, but. I don't know if you saw the clip of him at the press conference after where, you know, he's like giving the journalist shit. He's like, you believe yet? You believe? <laughs> you don't believe yet? Good for him. He's such a great story, man. So is he going to be there one year, win seven games, and then go coach some giant program? Seems like it. I mean, I'm surprised he didn't go to Florida State last time. Yeah, Florida State's the natural choice. Although Not more. Good. Now they're good again. <laughs> Yeah, right. Watched them last night. Yeah, I watched a little bit of that too. Yep. My, my, I, I had one brush with Dion in real life. I was waiting to interview the kicker for the Seahawks at the Super Bowl media. I believe it was Stephen Hauschka at the time. Uh-huh. And Dion came in with a TV crew and sort of like brushed past me and did a quick interview with him. And when he came back, he looked at me like, ah, sorry. And I go, Dion, you big time me. You gotta get. You gotta at least take a selfie with me, and then he posed with me for a picture, and uh, I had it on video. So I forever have a one-second video of Dion and I posing for a selfie. <laughs> it's like half of my pictures in my phone. <laughs> oh, it's on video. Oh, it's on video. But I like him. He seems like a, a genuinely interesting, nice guy who works hard and is good at shit and. His motivational speeches are pretty great. If you watch little clips of him here and there, it's like, oh man, he's he's compelling. He's like a he's got a little like Baptist preacher in him somewhere. Yeah. Uh, all right, my uh, my kudos. This is a little repetitive, but I don't care. It's just how I feel about it. It's to the HBO Hard Knocks people, the producers, the editors, the way they develop the stories, the clips, the mic'd up stuff. They're doing it on the field. They, they do too much fan. I don't care about your wife. That's my personal <laughs> preference. Uh, they do a little too much family, but I love the story arcs of the the players who are trying to make it and the underdogs and some of the big shots and Aaron watching Aaron Rodgers interact with players and the seeing the coaches talk about the whole situation and seeing them at practice. I just love it. It's a real it's a real window into the whole universe and the meetings where you see the coaches talking about stuff and. I mean, it's big time sports, man. It's it is not a hobby. This this is big time, big money sports, and it's cool to see a little bit on the inside. So, kudos to them. All right, let's do. Uh, let's. When I had Brian Miller on last week, he said we should. When Glenn comes on, we'll have to have him do. Uh, which comes first, live? Can you can you do it? You think you got it in you? Do you have any music or is my acapella? I don't have any music. I can I play it for you first. I don't need to match it. I can do it. <laughs> Okay. Oh, now it's time for which comes first. Oh, yes, it's time for which comes first. Oh, tell me, will this happen before that happens? Oh, yes, it's time for which comes first. <laughs> You're like Pink in that song about the silence where she waits too I long. I am like Pink. <laughs> <laughs> I get that all the time. You just like pink. <laughs> All right, Glenn, which comes first? Uh, backup Falcon quarterback Taylor Heineke start or week 10? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
Is Desmond Ritter going to do? Is he going to surprise us all? Shock the world? They did. I mean, don't, gonna... don't answer yet. Hold on. Okay. They did a they did a Madden uh, uh, simulation, a season long Madden simulation, and it featured a, a a breakout for Desmond Ritter. The Falcons went to the playoffs in the simulation. Really? Yep. Okay, I'm going based on I'm I'm informing this with that quarterback show that was on Netflix. Speaking of hard knock, I mean, I think it was the same guys making this quarterback show that, and the, and you see Mahomes, Cousins, and Mariota, right? And it yep. was, it was so enlightening. I mean, aside from all the wives on that one too, but I think, but uh, I mean, to see the kind of uh, brain talent that's really behind the whole thing, and there's no way he's or he's he's experienced enough. I mean. They're, the other teams are gonna. Yeah. They're the defenses are gonna know what he's gonna do. He's not gonna. He's gotta. He's gotta be seasoned more. And I imagine he'll take a few painful hits. So I, I'm gonna say Heineke's gonna start at least one before week ten. But either whether it's for injury or whether for benching, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but for the out to the outside eyes, it looks like the gap between the starter and the backup is really thin on this team. Like Heineke is one of those scrappy, pretty good backups. And Ritter is definitely the bottom of the range of starters. So it doesn't seem on paper like it would take much to get Heineke in there. Um, but maybe we're wrong. I mean, maybe, I mean, this kid took a nothing Cincinnati team to the final four in college. He's a scrappy winner type. We've only seen a few games from him. He's never thrown an interception in four games. That's pretty amazing for a rookie. That's a cool stat. Be- you got to think they're they're going to be stacking the box. Hopefully, I mean, if it's if it's B. John and and Algier both, you know, doing something like they should. If, if it all of comes course. down to our offensive line, as usual. If they don't have nine guys in the box on the most plays. They're doing it wrong. Well, with Pitts and London, though, I mean, I mean, the the weapons are in place. It's just you know the only the big question mark, just like with Georgia. You know, all the other pieces are in place, and you know, if the quarterback can come through. I, I want to be good with, so badly, but I just don't. I don't think he is. I don't know. We'll I mean, see. the the few over the few preseason passes I've thrown, there were enough overthrows to keep me worried. <laughs> uh, they're gonna have to. I mean, let him start with some easy passes, get his confidence up, and, and then. then put yeah, the reason the, the reason those things were highlights is because the catches were hard for the players. <laughs> 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 the Drake catch is like, you know, he had to throw his whole body and Bijan like turned around backwards. And there's a Kyle Pitts catch on the, on the yep. side. They were all like, because they had to try a little extra just to catch the damn ball. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think he's going to, he's going to, it feels like he's going to wind up being the 25th best quarterback in the league. Uh, maybe 28th. Uh, but you never know. He's had a whole another year to work on it, and they seem to believe in him at some level. Now there have been talks that they almost traded for Kyler Murray, and they were they almost traded for Brian Tannehill. They also almost signed Deshaun Watson a couple of years ago. So they the Falcons are are sending us mixed messages about how good he is, but what they're seeing that we're not seeing in practice and everything. So I don't know. We'll see. So it makes it fun to watch. I mean, being the being the best quarterback in Cincinnati Bearcat history is a dubious <laughs> um, position to be in. I mean, you, gotta, you still got to show me something. 
Yeah. And I wish they would have played him more last year when it didn't make any difference whether they played him or not. I, Maybe that would have hurt his confidence, but I think that would have been the best thing come right now. Of course. I, I screamed that at the screen the whole season. Like, why you're not only should you not be trying to win because you can't win this year, you should be trying to lose. We <laughs> want to get a higher draft pick and we want to have this kid have some experience. It's so crazy that they only let him play four games. I don't know. But I'm not, I'm, I couldn't be happier with the first round pick. I think we did just fine with that. I mean, I, I loved watching B. John in college. I thought he was a great running back. And the thing, I mean, they're so susceptible to injury, and there's always an ACL right around the corner. And you, I mean, I just hate putting too much faith into the running back, which is, you know, really what everybody's doing right now. I think, I mean, right. Like the, the devaluing of running backs is just, it's nothing like it was when we were kids. Yeah, that's right. Hey, that's a good segue. Oh, oh, I'm picking up another segue here. Hold on. All right, all right, kids. Put your thinking caps on. It's quiz time. I got to sound like a redneck. <laughs> sure does. <laughs> all right, redneck. Uh, lifelong Falcons fan. Our Falcon history expert, in fact. Just for the hell of it, I pulled up some Falcons uh, trivia for you. Okay. I don't expect you to get it. I would have gotten none of these. This is not me trying to embarrass you. I just thought some of these are interesting answers, so it was worth having a few Falcon questions. Uh, what year did the Falcons first play in the NFL? What was their first season? 1966. That's correct. They were the Bengals. What's that? Uh, do, doing doing a, um, a history of the Falcons for your uh, podcast is very helpful in this kind of situation. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, it was an expansion team under Pete Rozelle. Mm-hmm. Do you happen and to know what their record was that year? <laughs> did they win two? I think they won two. It's interesting, too, the total number, which is a smaller number than I thought it was. They went three and 11. Three and 11. 14-game season. Yeah. Uh, and this one's really interesting. I, if you get this, I'll be completely shocked. But I just thought it was an interesting answer. Uh, where was the Falcons' first ever summer training camp? <laughs> is there some reason I would know it? I mean, is there some kind of connection to anything? There or? is a connection to you, weirdly. But there is no reason you would know it. <laughs> Athens? Black Mountain, North Carolina. Black Mountain, North Carolina. Why in the world? I don't know. I guess it was cooler up there. I did just live there. That is a connection. Not as hot? It must be, right? It's a four-hour drive, not as hot. I can imagine how there would be a football field there. (laughs) That is random. All right. First Falcon running back to break a 1,000-yard rushing multiple times. Cannonball Hampton. Oh, okay. Hold on. You can answer this part. Okay. I didn't. I wasn't asking this part. There were a couple of players who uh, who broke a thousand once. I think. Well, the only story I remember is Hampton that he uh, broke the went ran like a four yard run and got a thousand and two, and they stopped the game, gave him the ball, and he came out <laughs> and lost six yards on the next play. That's right. That was the most Falcon bit of trivia I can remember. That. I forgot that. That is awesome. That is my favorite part of all of your reporting on the Falcons. I totally forgot that. All right. This says that Hampton accomplished the feat with 1,002 yards in 1975. He claimed close. He came close to doing it earlier, rushing for 995 yards in 1972 and 997 in 73. 
<laughs> so your, what your story is, is one of those two. I think uh, that 73 was that he broke it and lost it. And then he, yeah. he did it. Oh, the next. That is hilarious. All right. What's, who's the first guy to do it multiple years? William Andrews. That's correct. Thousand yards for the team in 79, 80, 81, and 83. No wonder I remember him. He was sidebar a- on him too. I got a little side note. Uh, there, he was uh, at a game later on. And, you know, in his, in his later years, as, as the pros will often do, he packed on a few extra pounds. And uh, so he was, they had a a shot of him on the sidelines from the back. And we were sitting in our buddy, Rhett Butler was, was watching the game with us. And he just turned, he said, looked like he got a pack of hot dogs on the back of his neck. (laughs) (laughs) That phrase is in my head. Is that from Rhett? That's the only time I've heard it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, now this you'll probably know. Uh, Falcons' first postseason year, seventy-eight. That's correct. Got in, got in and uh, beat the Eagles fourteen thirteen in the last second in wild card game, and then had our first run in with the damn Cowboys. That's right. And blew that. Right. But and yeah. then, what? Which game was the story where you were you had all the gear that, and you were that happened already? So, like in seventy-seven. And I, I went to see the Cowboys because the Cowboys were in town and the Falcons beat them. With They went in like 2-10. and 10, The Cowboys were going to the Super Bowl and the Falcons beat them the one game that I went to root for the Cowboys. So I'm like, all right, <laughs> fine. I'll be a Falcons fan then. <laughs> and then in 80, they made it again and lost to the Cowboys again. And Where had you- that game won, knocked Roger Staubach out of the game, had to, had like a two-touchdown lead. And, and blew it with Danny White on the quarterback for the Cowboys. Danny White. I was just going to guess Danny White. A punter. <laughs> My goodness. All right. Two more Falcon questions. These are obscure as fuck. You ready for this? I'm ready. From 67 to 69, what was their division called? <laughs> when they first started, they were in a division with the Rams, Niners, and Colts. So I, had, I had the same reaction. What happened to the Saints? So it's still the NFL. It's not the NFC yet because the the merger went until seventy one. Is that so? Right? It would have been like the NF. Is it not the West? Is it? Is it not a directional thing? Is it like the the Norris Division? <laughs> it's the coastal, coastal division. The coastal. They the, were the coastal oh, because division. we're touching a coast, and Los Angeles is touching a coast. It's very random how this this division must have just been a scrap heap of the teams that weren't already rivals somehow. This, of course, coming off the weekend that um, California and Stanford joined the Atlantic Coast Conference. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) I'm not following all that stuff very closely. What's happening? Rearrange this. It's going to bother me. It's so weird. But yeah, when we were kids, the Niners and the Rams were the rivals. And the Saints and the Falcons were the four-team NFC West. Right. And then NFC they, I mean, West. still realignment. <laughs> yeah. Just thrown together. All right. Extra obscure to close it out. The Falcons' first win ever was in 1966. In what stadium? I'm going to say Yankee Stadium against the Giants. That's correct. Holy shit. I can't believe you got that. That is crazy. It's Falcons and it's trivia. That's uh, that should be in my wheelhouse. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I can't believe how many of these you got. 
Take that, Aaron Hodges. The Falcons' first win <laughs> was against the Giants. In That's the only reason I remember it was because of talking about it during the, the history thing and, and ragging on Aaron for it. I can't. I don't. Why, why would they even play in Yankee? What's happening? They this played was, in Yankee Stadium for a long time. This is the old days where there's one stadium for all the things. Yeah. That seems so long ago, but I guess it wasn't really. <laughs> well, it kind of is a long time ago now. <laughs> It's because we've been alive a long time now. We've been alive a long time. What are we thinking? All right, let's check the comments here, see how everyone's doing out here. Uh, da, da, da. Heather says, I'm cynically enjoying Rogers on Hard Knocks, but I wonder if he's doing it strategically to improve his image. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. It does seem – it. I, we, we backed into this parallel last week with Brian. It does seem a little like uh, Ellen DeGeneres – <laughs> knowing the cameras are on and being Mic'd charming up. as hell when he's mic'd up. Cause he, he even references being mic'd up and did you get this shot? And, and like, he's very much aware that he's on camera the whole time. Um, and why wouldn't you be? I mean, it's part of your job at this point to be charming and sign another contract 12 years, $3 million a year for state farm. That's a pretty good run. <laughs> Just finished it. Uh, let's see what else we got here. <laughs> Ewan, E W A N. How do you say that, Glenn? Ewan, Ewan, you and me. Flip flops with the Jimmy. You and me. You and me. You and me. Who's going on the beer run? You and <laughs> me and who? <laughs> uh, he says flip-flops with the Jimmy Buffett crowd because there's nothing sexier than the feet of the elderly. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's on the Key West flag, the feet of the elderly. He says he'll be watching Georgia so I know who the Eagles will be drafting next year. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching some Eagles games. No shit, man. That team, I can't believe they're not talking more about that. That team was one play away from winning the Super Bowl and got dramatically better this offseason. That I don't team is going to be good. Their passing game, man. And the they're in the conference with no good teams. The Niners yeah. are the only other obviously good team as we sit here before the game start. We'll see. Uh, Ron Milford said, "My son won tickets to the uh, Notre Dame OSU game. Imagine the prices on those. Yeah, no shit." Uh, Ohio State didn't do anything to impress this weekend either. So, I mean, yeah, I didn't see too much, but I basically watched the Georgia game and some highlights. I'm in a whole new era, Glenn. I have a new thing. I don't even, I don't have a television. I don't have cable. You don't drink. You ain't got, what are you, a monk? Who am I? What am I doing? <laughs> I'm going to do some I studies on peas. <laughs> I, I did, um, I did. I'm doing a new thing. I, I just have the NFL Plus package, and if you get the extra, you get NFL Red Zone, and then I got ESPN Plus. Mm-hmm. So I have those two networks plus the Red Zone, and nothing else. I don't have any television. How are you gonna I, watch the Big Bang Theory? I. <laughs> <laughs> That's a question I have never asked myself. <laughs> I don't have any. I have Netflix. I, I share a Netflix account. That's it. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. It's a new world. We'll see, we'll see how it works. I, I, I have I have had Sling the last few years, and Sling is good because 
it goes with you wherever you go. And you can watch yeah. NFL Red Zone, the Louisville Airport or wherever you are. But it doesn't have some of the keys channels anyway. And you end up having to go to Paramount Plus or some shit to watch a Georgia game. So I thought, all right, fuck it. I'll just keep it super bare bones. And then if I need to add something, I will. We'll see how it goes. It's the new world. You... Streaming, Glenn. I don't see how you're doing it without drinking. <laughs> Drink, it's come. It's a, I, it was 49 days was what I committed to. Wow. I'm halfway. I got another another three weeks. I haven't drank in hours. Yeah, it's been... <laughs> you look. Your shirt looks like you're ready to go drinking. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I had to go through Jimmy Buffett's death in a Georgia game. I mean, I, I'm going, I'm going to have to drink through that. Yeah, that seems fair. I would tell. That's one of the reasons I didn't go. If I had gone, I would have definitely been drinking there. <laughs> All right, buddy. What's well, good to see you. Anything we can plug for you, Glenn? What are you doing? Oh, no, I'm good. I'm I'm living it up in Sarasota, man. You know, I'm trying to stay out of the way. All that sunshine come blasting in my doors there. It's 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 great. I'm waiting. How was the hurricane? Bit, was it otherwise. anything? I got the finally got back in the Montessori job and I'm teaching kids that want to learn again. It's not like Asheville. So that's good. I'm happy to good hear on that. The hurricane was a non thing for you. It, was, it went north enough for me to only be a little wind and rain and two days off from school. So then, yeah. And then a four day, four day week this week, we got it made. That's nice. Yeah. The hurricane for me was nothing. I, yeah. I literally like just like went and ran errands and they were like, don't leave your house. It's going to be flash flooding. I'm like, it's not even raining. What these, these emergency warnings are terrible. <laughs> uh, so check out underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code, all pro lines, try some best ball. I promise it's going to be, you're going to love it. Uh, don't forget to join the confidence pool. Glenn, come play in the confidence pool with us. I'm terrible at that. I never remember to put my picks in. It drives me crazy. You're terrible at all this stuff, but it's fine. I'm not terrible doing? at fantasy. We're, I'm about to go terrible to first again. <laughs> you just admitted you're terrible. And you you do not get to talk because you took my playoff spot last year after you lost to me twice. Well, Three wins I had over you, and you take my fourth playoff I, spot. I had some other wins. I had Taysom Hill. I like, pulled a win out of my ass for no it's reason. It's the point bullshit. <laughs> Now I'm reigning champion. Uh huh. I it's hard to pick keepers. I had like ten capable guys. This whole first round that we're gonna do, it's gonna be all of my players I couldn't keep because my team was so amazing. Yeah, it's it like was hard were, for me to pick players too for the exact opposite reason. It's like they were champions or something. Did Mike Evans and Saquon even try this year? So both both keepers. I think I actually think uh, there's one weird little. Uh, I I think this year's surprise team everyone thinks the bucks are going to be atrocious and i think they're going to be not bad and i think fantasy wise those uh receivers are going to be good but baker, baker mayfield's not baker i think baker mayfield is not as bad as everyone thinks that's she what is. i think we'll see <laughs> i don't know what you've been watching <laughs> he had some flashes in la he was good in cleveland you know i have to consciously tell myself it's not johnny football every time i see baker mayfield <laughs> Like, oh yeah, that's no, that's no, that's not that's not him. That's he's Baker be, Mayfield. He's he Baker Mayfield is the 20th best quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll see. 20th best under six feet. <laughs> 
Go to Patreon. Throw five bucks a month our way. Thank us for what we're doing here. That's that's my pitch. I'm terrible at pitching things. And go to Kostaki.com and figure out the schedule and come see me live on the I road. can put together a show for your Patreon. We can do something fun again. We could do a little extra bonus thing? Yeah, so people can get more of their Glenn time. <laughs> see what you think. Glenn, we're trying, to, we're trying to make some money here, not chase them away. <laughs> I'm your All best right. opener. All right. All right, here's the exit music. That's how we do it. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. It's good. All right. Love you, man. Love you guys. Buddy. We'll talk to you guys every week through the Super Bowl.